0: Do you feel like your to-do list just keeps getting longer and longer and it is never ending? It's like things just keep getting added and then nothing gets crossed off or maybe one thing gets crossed off by the end of the day, but you added five. How do you get everything done when you have so much to do and so little time? When you have too much to do and too little time, that equals overwhelm and mommy burnout and mommy is no good for anybody else let's dive into this today Hey mama! Welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again, warm up that cold coffee, up your feet. You deserve a break. We can all feel burnt out, worn out, exhausted, and just completely overwhelmed. I used to be this all day, every day, for what seemed like years. And then I finally figured out the key. I figured out how to really work through this And avoid that burnout, avoid that exhaustion, and avoid that overwhelmed feeling constantly. Now, I still have those feelings every so often. It comes up, I have some triggers, but I know what those triggers are, and I've worked through those, and I can see it happening. I had a moment, this was last week, I had a moment with my husband. I was feeling burnt out. I was worn out, and I felt overwhelmed. I had just started my period. We all know how that gets. But I had also had a massive allergic reaction and I was on a low dose steroid to help with the inflammation. Between the steroids and the period, I was just at a whole nother level emotionally. I didn't stop when I felt the triggers, I didn't stop when I felt it coming on. And I just reveled in these emotions and I let it really get to me. Johnny got home. Said he's gonna hop in the shower just like he always does. He works in a factory that processes poop. It filters the water, so he's got a he's got a shower when he gets home. That's just how it goes. So he comes home and he asks if I he need help with anything before he gets in the shower, and he goes and hops in the shower. Well, while he's walking into the bedroom, I let my emotions get to me. I let my overwhelm get to me, and I mumbled under my breath, "I wish I could take a shower." Have you been there? It had been a couple of days since I showered because I had let everything else take over. I didn't follow my systems and I was getting overwhelmed. And the shower, those couple of days, is what fell through. So I mumbled loud enough so he could hear and he handled it so well. And he just ignored it for a moment and walked in and took a shower. He didn't even acknowledge it. So while he's taking a shower, I'm dealing with the kids standing at the kitchen sink, washing the dishes, mumbling under my breath some more, just dwelling in these feelings. It'd be nice if I could just take a shower. I wish I could just come home and take a shower and not have to worry about anybody else. And I just am sitting in it. Well, he comes out and the wonderful man he is didn't say anything about my mumble. And my bad attitude, he just said, let me finish the dishes. Why don't you go in and take a bath? And inside, I just melted. Not because, oh, I have such a sweet husband, but because he should have been mad at me. I should have been fighting with him. And I wanted to. I was just in that mood. But he was kind and gentle. And I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to admit my faults. I didn't want to admit my wrongs in that moment. So I said, I have too much stuff to do. I have to do this and this and this. And I started listing off the things that I had to do. And he just looked at me. He's like, I'm trying to help you out. Just go in and take a bath. And so I just shut up. And I said, okay. I went in and I took a bath. And it took me a few moments to get over it. it. Took me a few moments to get past these feelings. But I sat in the bath. I got all clean, washed my hair, and I came out and I said, thank you. And that was it. I should have apologized, but I didn't. He didn't acknowledge it. He just gave me a hug and said, I love you. And the night went on and it was nice. But I had a moment. I let my overwhelm get to me. I let my burnout get to me. I let my emotions get to me. And I knew my emotions were taking over. I knew I had other outside factors that were affecting my severe emotions in the moment. Those emotions aren't normal between my period and the steroids. It was just overtaking me, and I didn't control it. I didn't use the tools that I know I have. I just let it take over. So my attitude the rest of the night was pretty good. It took me a little while while I was sitting in the bath, and I prayed. I said, oh, okay, I'm sorry, God, help me get through this. Talk to myself, said, Jin, just compose yourself, it's okay, you know the reality, don't let this get to you. But I had to rein it in, I had to be very intentional, I could have just let my attitude take over the rest of the night, gone to bed upset, and my evening with Johnny could have been ruined, even though he was trying to be kind. And gentle to me, I could have totally ruined it if I had let my emotions continue. So what happens when you hit your limit? What happens when you're overwhelmed and your burnout just takes over? Your emotions take over. Maybe it's that time of the month for you and you don't rein it in. What happens? What do you do? Do you snap at your husband? Do you snap at your kids? Or you just let it ruin everything? What are your triggers? What triggers that? My trigger oftentimes is when I let my shower fall through the cracks and let everything else take over. And then Johnny gets to just go in and take a shower. Now he needs it. He can't be hugging on the kids when he's been working with poop all day. But when I am overwhelmed and I let that get to me, I begin to dwell in the fact that I don't get to just go do whatever, whenever. Everything that I do is centered around everybody else around me. And I dwell on that. I let it get to me. And the shower is one of my major triggers. And I know that. And I should have been prepared for it, but I wasn't. When you're triggered, how do you respond? Do you respond with snapping or yelling? Or do you retreat? There's many ways that you can respond. Let it be positive. When you're triggered, pause for a moment. Take a breath and say, okay, I know this is a trigger. I don't have to let it trigger me. I can just pause, feel it for a moment and move on. So when you get triggered, when you hit your limit and you are just done, take a breath. That is the first thing you need to do. I had this conversation with Georgia a couple of weeks ago, actually. She was just overwhelmed. Not with too much stuff to do, just emotionally. She's 11. She's hitting that age. Emotions just take over. And it was something very minimal. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something very minimal. And she let it take over and she was like hyperventilating on the couch almost. She was crying so hard and just (gasps) (gasps) because she couldn't breathe. She was crying so hard. And I had to sit down next to her. And I had to help her rein it in. The same thing that I have to do to myself, only I had to talk her through it. I had to work her through it. And I said, okay, what is happening right now? Tell me what's happening. And then she told me what was happening through her heaving. And she started saying, I never this, I never that. And I said, wait, what did you just say? Say it again. I never this, I never that, never, never, never. And I said, really? You never? What What about yesterday? What about the day before? And I started going through the situations when she was saying she never got to do this, she never got to do that, or she never gets her way. And I started going through real life circumstances where it actually happened. And she was having fun with this, or she was having fun with that. And I started pointing out what was happening. And then in that moment, what she was frustrated about, what she was upset about, she was saying never. And I had her pause and I reminded her what I had said. And she's like, oh, that's right. I said, so what you're feeling right now, is that real? Yes, your feelings are real. But look at the outside circumstances. What is actually happening? Do those feelings relate to something that is actually happening? Or are those feelings exaggerated? And so we talked through it. And by the end, she realized my feelings are exaggerated. My feelings are not accurate to the outside circumstances. And that's not going to be an end all be all. It's not going to solve all of her emotions down the road, but it's helping her learn how to work through it to take a look at her emotions, step back and take a look at the outside circumstances. This isn't something that I could do for a very long time. I actually didn't even learn how to do this until after I got married to Johnny, and my emotions were taking over, and we were fighting every day because my emotions were so strong. And I took my emotions as fact, I took my emotions as reality, and I acted on my emotions instead of real life, instead of actual circumstances. And I realized I needed to figure this out. Because otherwise my marriage is not going to survive. More on that in the coming weeks. I've got some more fun marriage episodes coming up. And a lot of it has to do with emotions and your responses. So stay tuned for that. But when I figured out how to do this, it helped every area of my life. And now I can teach my kids. When I feel burnt out, exhausted, worn out, totally done with whatever is happening, I have to take a step back and I have to do what I, I taught Georgia how to do a couple of weeks ago. And I had to show her, take a look at your emotions, take a look at the outside circumstances and take a step back. You need to get to know what your triggers are. I know my triggers. I've got a whole list of them. And when those triggers begin, I can take a look. I can take a step back and say, nope, these are my triggers. How am I going to choose to respond right now when I'm triggered? you need to know your emotional state. You need to know your triggers and how you typically respond when you're triggered and have a response prepared for when those triggers are going to come. If you know how you want to respond when you're triggered, you can be prepared. So I'd like you to take a piece of paper, write out five triggers. There's probably more, but just sit down and think through what are five triggers. When you're overwhelmed, And something happens, maybe it's as simple as your husband coming home and getting in the shower, like what happened with me the other night with Johnny. Maybe it's something that simple, or maybe it's something a little more. Maybe it's your kids when they start whining and you're overwhelmed and that whine just hits that next limit with you. And that is a trigger. What are your triggers? Is it seeing piles of laundry in the laundry hamper? Does that trigger that overwhelmed feeling? Or maybe piles of dishes in the sink or somebody not doing what they said they would do, you get triggered because now you feel like that's on your plate because they didn't do it. What are your triggers? Choose five, just five. You can write more if you want, but just start with five. And now, next to those triggers, I want you to write how you typically respond. What do you usually do when you're triggered with that trigger? Okay, now I want you to write how you want to respond. When you're triggered? How would you want to respond when you're triggered to turn that situation around? Now you have an arsenal. Now you have something to go in when you're feeling burnt out and overwhelmed, completely exhausted, and that trigger comes. You have an arsenal. You know how you usually respond, but you know how you want to respond, and you can go in prepared to respond appropriately. And when your emotions are Way overboard, like I was when I was on the steroids and on my period at the same time. My emotions were a little crazy, and I had to know that I had to be mentally prepared for situations to arise that maybe it wouldn't normally trigger me, or maybe it would trigger me, but it wouldn't be too drastic. I had to be prepared, and I had to know that when that trigger comes, my emotions are going to be a little overboard. I need to be prepared and I need to respond appropriately. Go in prepared, ready with your arsenal on how you want to respond when you're triggered. When you hit your limit and you are just done, take a step back and think before you react so that way you can respond appropriately. We all feel burnt out, worn out, completely overwhelmed and exhausted. It happens but I have something amazing to help you work through it. You're always going to have some moments like I did last week, but it doesn't have to be the norm. It can be the exception. It can be a, oh my goodness, last week this happened and I'm going to try not to do that again because I have these tools, I have these resources and I have all of those tools and resources for you with the Restored Mama method. Right now through November, November, I have a special extended Black Friday deal for you. You can get $300 off plus an additional course to help you with your energy. The Energized Mama course is something so special and you get it for free when you purchase the Restored Mama Method. You can help yourself. You do things for everybody else. It's time to do something for you. End 2023 with a positive note. End it learning how to get rid of your overwhelm. Stop feeling so burnt out and exhausted. Get the energy you need. Learn how to deal with your emotions. Learn how to deal with your triggers. Learn how to manage your day so it doesn't manage you anymore. And you can love being a mom, love being a wife, and love the life that God has given you. It's time to restore your life. It's time to get the life that God has created for you. Instead of just living day to day, completely exhausted and worn out, letting your triggers and your emotions overpower you instead of you overpowering it, you can manage it. It doesn't have to manage you. So go to restoredmama.com and check out the Restored Mama Method. I love you, Mama. I can't wait to see you in the Restored Mama Method. When you sign up for this, you get six months of group coaching. I will help you personally walk through everything that I am teaching you for a full six months. We can work through all of this together, Mama. I'm not going to leave you in the lurch. I am not going to leave you out on your own. This is a self-paced program, but I am helping you through it all. All right, Mama. RestoredMama.com. Check out the Restored Mama method. I love you, and I'll see you in a couple days. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.